the champion of heaven forever undefeated 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 the champion of heaven
You wear the victor's crown. 
is where worship starts Here in the temple of my heart Remembering who you are And all you've done and This is your majesty All I have tasted and I've seen Remembering who you are And once again Sing it out. I see the Lord forever glorified, exalted and lifted high. And all of the kingdom in Christ, you are, you are the Lord. This is eternity. come into Palm Sunday than with worship and praise. Yeah. Hallelujah. 
Matthew 27 says, along the way they came across a man named Simon and the soldiers forced him to carry Jesus' cross. And they went out to a place called Golgotha. And the soldiers, they gave Jesus wine mixed with bitter gall, but when he tasted it, he refused to drink it. And after they had nailed him to the cross, the soldiers gambled for his clothes by throwing dice. Then they sat around and kept guard as he hung there. And a sign was fastened above Jesus' head, announcing the charge against him, and it read, This is Jesus Christ, the King of the Jews. Two criminals were crucified with him, one on his left and one on his right. And the people passing by shouted abuse, shaking their heads in mockery. Look at you now, they yelled at him. You said you were going to destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days. Well then, if you are the Son of God, save yourself and come down from the cross. The leading priests, the teachers of religious law, and the elders also mocked Jesus. He saved others, but he can't save himself. So is he the king of Israel? Is he? Let him come down from the cross right now and we will believe in him. He trusted God, so let God rescue him now. But if he wants him, for he said, I am the son of God. And at noon, darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock. And about three o'clock, Jesus called out with a loud voice, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Then Jesus shouted out again, and then he released his spirit. And at that moment, the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook and rocks split apart and tombs opened. The bodies of many godly men and women who had died were raised from the dead. And as evening approached, Joseph, a follower of Jesus, he went to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. And Pilate issued an order to release him. So Joseph, he took the body and he wrapped it in a long sheet of clean linen cloth. And he placed it in its own new tomb, which had been carved out of the rock. And he rolled a stone across the entrance and left. But early on Sunday morning, as the new day was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went out to visit the tomb. And suddenly there was a great earthquake for an angel of the Lord had came down from heaven and rolled a stone and sat on it. His face shone like lightning and his clothes were as white as snow. And the guards shook with fear when they saw him and they fell into a dead faint. Then the angel spoke to the women and said, don't be afraid. I know you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He isn't here. He is risen from the dead, just as he said would happen. Our God is risen. And that was the greatest battle ever won. The battle you may be facing tonight does not belong to you, but it belongs to God. And because of his grace and his mercy, we are victorious through the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Can we just lift up our voices as a war cry and thank our wonderful Savior? Hallelujah! When all I see is the battle, you see my victory. When all I see is the mountain, you 
see a mountain move And as I walk through the shadow Your love surrounds me There's nothing to fear now For I am safe with you So when I fight I fight on my knees With my hands lifted high Oh God, the battle belongs to you And every fear I lay at your feet I'll sing through the night Oh God, the battle belongs to you And if you are for me, who can be against me? For Jesus there's nothing impossible for you You see the beauty When all I see is a cross God, you see the empty tomb yeah. And when I fight, I fight on my knees With my hands lifted high Oh God battle belongs to you and every fear I lay at your feet I'll sing through the night Oh God, the battle belongs to you And almighty fortress You go before us Nothing can stand against the power of our God you shine in the shadows, you win every battle. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. And almighty fortress, you go before us. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. You shine in the shadows. You go before us Nothing can stand against the power of our God You shine in the shadows You win every battle Nothing can stand against the power of our God So when I The battle belongs to you Oh God, the battle belongs to you
lift your hands all over the building tonight. Lord, we are here for you. We are making ourselves available for you tonight. The moon and stars, they wept. The morning sun was dead. The Savior of the world was fallen. His body on the cross, His blood poured out for us. The weight of every curse upon Him. laid in darkness the battle in the grave the war on death was waged the power of hell forever broken and the ground began to shake the stone was rolled away his
sing hallelujah. We sing hallelujah. We sing hallelujah. The Lamb is overcome. We sing hallelujah. We sing hallelujah. We sing hallelujah. The Lamb is overcome. We sing Continue to give the Lord praise. Raise your hands all across this place. The Spirit of the Lord is in the house. I want you to remain standing for just a moment. There's a powerful few verses in the Bible that demonstrate one of the most unbelievable outpourings of the manifestations of God's presence. It's found in 2 Chronicles chapter 5, Verses 13 through 14. I'm sure you've read this. I'm sure you've heard this preached on. But listen to what it says. It says, The trumpeteers and the singers joined together to praise and thank the Lord with one voice. They raised their voices accompanied by trumpets, cymbals, and musical instruments, just like what we're doing here tonight, in praise to the Lord. For He is good and His faithful love endures. The temple, the Lord's temple, was filled with a cloud and because of the cloud, the priests were not able to continue ministering for the glory of the Lord filled God's temple. Give me 30 seconds to paint a background for what was going on. Israel and all of their primary leadership and a good portion of the population had assembled together for a unbelievable moment. It was the time of the dedication of Solomon's temple. Solomon had built this temple at unbelievable expense. He spared no expense to bring about some kind of an edifice that would bring about the glory unto God. 
the people had taken it seriously. All of the leadership, the priests, the population had prepared themselves because it says earlier in that chapter that they had consecrated themselves. You see, this was not some sort of sporting event that everybody came together just to have fun. This was not some moment where they came together to support some kind of political party, even though the king was there. This was a holy moment. This was a consecrated moment that Solomon and the people had orchestrated. They prepared themselves beforehand to bring about pure worship, undefiled worship to God. They had set themselves apart. They were in purity and they were also in unity to worship and glorify God. You see, they assembled that day to bring about a level of praise. You know what praise is? You know what praise is? Praise is this. Praise is a platform. Praise is a platform that we as individuals and as a church step onto. It's the mode that God orchestrated by which we show Him how much we value Him. It is a position, it is a stature, both many times in the physical, in the spiritual, and in the mental, to where often by ourselves, but like tonight, corporate worship, where we position ourselves, we take the proper stance in purity and holiness to where we demonstrate to God how much we value Him. And you know where I'm going with this. You see, there's all kinds of things that we could declare unto God how we value Him. Oh, we can value Him for our family. Come on. We can value Him for our finances, for our health. Maybe we value Him for the bonus that we got at work. Maybe we value Him for the healing that the Lord provided unto us. You see, but here's what's so powerful when you come into corporate worship. Something to do with value. When I come together with you and you come together with me, all of a sudden we have an increased value. We have an increased value. So that I bring my value and you bring your value that we have unto the Lord and how we esteem Him. And here's what happens. When you begin to value God and I start looking around at you, and I see how much value you place on God, guess what it does to me? I think I'm gonna value him even more. So then all of a sudden I start taking on a sense where I want to value God. And before you know it, one's put a thousand to flight and two, 10,000, and all of a sudden God is esteemed at such a level. Now hear this, hear this. When I begin to praise God, it amplifies God in my life and hopefully it amplifies God in your life. And when you praise God, it amplifies Him in my life and it inspires me to step up a little higher in my platform where you want to step up a little higher in your platform. And this is what the scripture says. Hang with me in verse 13. It says that musical instruments were played, voices were raised, and praise was made. That's in essence what that verse said right there. And listen, this is what's so powerful. When they assembled together in unity, 
in one accord and one mind for one purpose, they did not care who saw them worshiping the Lord. You say, well, what are we going to praise God for? Well, let's praise him for the very same things that they praised him for. They gave two descriptions as why. Very, very simple. They praised him. They said, well, God, we're going to praise you because you're good. And God, we're going to praise you because you have an everlasting love. Let me just stop and say, sometimes we make praise way too difficult. We think we got to give him this big laundry list of things that he's done. We try and get creative in our praise to impress God. According to this scripture, all of Israel showed up and they just said, God, you're good. And you love me. And it goes on to say in verse 14 following, evidently that was all God needed. I'm preaching ahead of my notes, but that's all God needed to step up off his throne and take his position and take his place in the Holy of Holies in the temple down there to the point that the Shekinah glory, what's the Shekinah glory? It is the manifested glory of God. It was the visible manifestation of God in the Holy of Holies in the temple to the point that God just said, you know what? They think I'm good. They know I'm loving. I love them. I'm gonna show up in the house tonight. And let me just tell you something. Mm. If you don't know what else to say tonight, you just begin to repeat it. God, you're good. Come on, say it with me. God, you're good. God, I know you love me. Your love endures forever. Hear me now. I'm almost done. How much value you place on God in your life determines the amount of value of praise that you will give him. Your praise does not have to be a bunch of fancy talk. As I said, it's only those, two, only those two verses there, those two phrases. But listen to this. There's a promise that we find over in the New Testament. We're New Testament people. We understand in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 16, it declares that guess what? Now we are the temple. We are the temple. You are the temple. So hear me now. When you go into praise and you elevate yourself Onto that platform, you take your proper position and you start valuing God and you start bragging on God and you start telling Him how awesome He is and how good He is. I have to believe, according to the scripture, that God will show up in this temple. He will show up in this temple. His glory will reign in this temple. His glory will reign in your temple. How many of you want the glory of God? Then here we are tonight. It's simply a matter of consecrated, set apart, pure, holy worship. How many of you believe in holiness nowadays? Listen, I know the world has went ever-loving and sane, but God's standard is holiness. And I can tell you, according to Scripture, when you are consecrated and you are set apart and you're pure in your motives, and if all you can say is, God, you are good. Listen, I've been through some circumstances in my life where I said unto myself, God, I don't understand. Come on. I do not understand. I don't get it. Lord, I know you can. I know you're able. I don't know why you won't. But the scripture says that you're good. And I got to believe the scripture anyway. Pastor quoted it this morning. This scripture says in 2 Chronicles that God is good. And when we jump over to Romans chapter 8 and verse 28, we know that he's working all things to the good. So even when you don't think he is, come on, even when you don't think he sees you, 
even when you don't think he notices you or he's not paying any attention to your pain or to your circumstance God says I want to so fill your temple God says I want to so fill your temple just step on up to the platform God is saying step on up to the platform of praise step on up to the platform of worship and see if God will not fill your temple give the Lord praise in the house tonight Chains fall, feet 
change everything Life's here Hope found here Now Jesus, you change everything Change for You change everything, lies healed, hope in his hand, here now, Jesus, you change everything, at the name of Jesus, oh, Jesus, you change everything.
Come on, church, just worship him. Hallelujah. Hear the change fall. Come on, do you hear it tonight? Faithfulness to me. Oh, 
Though the earth may pass away, your word remains the same. Yeah, your history can prove there's nothing you can do. You're faithful and true. Though the storms may come and the winds may blow, I'll remain steadfast. And let my heart learn when you speak a word, it will come to pass. Great is your faithfulness to me. Great is your So 
Hallelujah! 